Hurtfulness is something that we might experience on daily basis. Whether it's at work, or at school, or at home, whether it's a rude word, or a mean gesture, or a hurtful statement, the phenomenon of hurtfulness can penetrate through the human soul and leave an everlasting scar. Hurtfulness can destroy lives shatter homes. And that is why the religion of Islam stands highly against the phenomenon of hurtfulness, also known as idha, within the Holy Quran and the beautiful words of the Ahlul Bayt. Indeed, the religion of Islam declares that hurtfulness is the greatest crime. And those who have not hurt anyone or anything within their lives depart this world with the greatest of victory. How to renounce hurtfulness. Those and a lot more will be discussed in the topic dedicated to the phenomenon of hurtfulness. <laughs> One of the most critical and dangerous social illnesses which may exist within a family or a community or a society is the phenomenon of hurtfulness. Whether it's bullying at school that causes the death of other students, whether it is a hurtful gesture at work that sometimes leads to depression, whether it is a hurtful statement at home from a father to his child, from a mother to her daughter, or vice versa, that leads to loneliness, and sometimes loneliness can lead to suicidal emotions. The phenomenon of hurtfulness is something that needs to be examined thoroughly. And the religion of Islam stands firmly against hurtfulness, also known as idha within the Quran, and the traditions of Ahlul Bayt. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in Surah Al-Ahzab, chapter 33 says, And those who hurt the believing men and hurt the believing woman, whether it is a believer hurting another believer, whether it's a non-believer hurting another believer, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala here speaks of the notion of hurtfulness. Let's keep that in mind. Let's not say, well, we should not hurt believers, but if not, they're non-believers, yes, we get to hurt them. That's not the case at all. And inshallah, that, we, that will become clear throughout the discussion. Without any reason, without any cause for such a reaction they have indeed gathered for themselves the wrath of God 
and they have declared God as their enemy. They have chosen to disrespect God through their disrespect to His creation. Another principle that stands against hurtfulness within the religion of Islam is what we experience through the pilgrimage. If you've noticed, when we go to the pilgrimage, when we wear the two garments of ihram, we then cannot hurt other human beings. We cannot argue with other human beings. We cannot swear. We cannot lie. We cannot engage in an argument. We cannot hurt plants. We cannot hurt trees. We cannot hurt flowers. And we cannot hurt any insects. And we cannot hunt any, any animals. What does this teach me? This teaches me that at the utmost levels of spirituality and acts of worship within the pilgrimage, within the Hajj, I teach myself to refrain from any act of hurtfulness. Or for example, when we fast and we are observing the Siyam within the month of Ramadan, that also teaches me to refrain from hurting others, even a small gesture. One day Rasulullah was sitting amongst his wives and one of the wives made a gesture by her hand like this, referring to maybe the height or the size of another wife of Rasulullah while she was not looking. Rasulullah told her, are you fasting? She said, yes. Rasulullah said to her, why don't you go and eat? He said to her, you are no longer observing fast after you've made such a hurtful statement, even though the lady was not a witness to it. Therefore, the religion of Islam stands extremely against the notion of hurtfulness. And it's something that we experience on a daily basis. How many employees experience hurtfulness through their employers when he's not paying them on time, when he's making them work more than they need to? How many times parents sometimes say hurtful things to their kids? Or sometimes some kids say hurtful, mean things to their parents. Some friends bully each other and they're hurtful with their gestures, with their statements to one another. Bullying at school has become one of the most dangerous phenomenons, especially in the western part of the world. A child, after three or four years of being bullied at school is either depressed, he either fails at school, or he brings a gun and kills those who are bullying him or those who he felt disconnected with. That is why I have chosen to examine this topic in the following manner. Number one, who are the most victorious folks that live in this world and they depart from this world according to Imam al-Sadiq Number two, what is the greatest crime through the perspective of Islam? And number three, how do we pay charity to ourselves by renouncing hurtfulness? Number one, Al-Imam Ja'far ibn Muhammad al-Sadiq 
in a beautiful hadith says, Fazawallahu al-abrar. Indeed, the righteous are the most victorious. So they asked him, Wamanhum al-abrar, who are the victorious ones? Who are the righteous ones? And Imam al-Sadiq says, they are the ones that their hurtfulness does not even reach a particle. The surah that speaks of the smallest tiny existence, the particle. Imam al-Sadiq says, the abrar, the most victorious people, are the ones that in the day of judgment, when they leave this world to the next, they have not even heard a fly. They have not heard a particle. They have not heard a plant. They have not heard a human being. They have not heard a dog. They have not heard a cat. Allah says to Musa, He says, Musa, you remember that particular person, such and such individual? Musa says, yes, O Allah. He says that person is suffering in hell. Why, O oh Allah? It's because that lady captured a cat. She didn't like the cat. The cat maybe ate some of her food or messed some of her house up. She locked this cat up in a room until the cat starved to death. I am punishing that lady eternally, Ya Musa, O oh Moses. O oh Moses, do you remember such and such person who was not so religious? Yes, O oh Allah. That lady is in paradise. Why, O oh Allah? Because that lady one day saw a dog and that dog was in a bad shape and it was raining and the dog could not walk and this lady took that dog she granted him a, a place of ease and comfort and gave him food and once his situation was better once he was okay she let him go therefore look at what a hurtfulness can do and look at what the opposite of hurtfulness can get us. It can get us and grant us eternal paradise and the satisfaction and the pleasure of the Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Number two, Islam sees hurtfulness as the greatest crime within the religion of Islam. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says, Man aadha mu'minan faqad aadhani. Whoever hurts a mu'min, he has hurt me. Brothers, sisters, let us take this seriously. Sometimes we see fellow brothers and sisters, folks, mu'mineen, mu'minat, we may say things to them, we may act in specific ways to them, that is mean and hurtful. Rasulullah says, whoever hurts them has hurt me. Listen to this. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa alayhi wa sallam says, Man nadhara ila mu'minin nadharatan yukhifuhu biha. Whoever glances at a mu'min, glances at a, at a believing man or a believing woman with a glance that brings stress or hurtfulness to him, a glance that hurts him, whether it's a mocking glance or a glance that scares him, a glance that ruins his mood, whatever it is, man aada mu'minan, whoever hurts a mu'min with a glance, 
أخافه الله تعالى يوم القيامة يوم لا ظل إلا ظله Allah will take away his immunity and his security and Allah will put fear into him on the day of judgment where there is no immunity besides the immunity given by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Again, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sallam says مَنْ أَحْزَنَ مُؤْمِنًا ثُمَّ أَعْطَاهُ الدُّنْيَا لَمْ يَكُنْ ذَلِكَ كَفَّارَتُهُ وَلَا يُؤْجَرُ عَلَيْهِ Whoever hurts a believer, a believing man, whether it's your son, it's your daughter, it's your wife, it's your friend, whoever hurts a believing man or a believing woman, then reimburses him with giving him the whole world, giving him a million dollars, will not be rewarded for reimbursing him. There is no reward after hurting that person. There is no reward after your words and your gestures have penetrated through his soul and left a scar. Al-Imam As-Sadiq says, قال Allah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, لِيَأْذَنَ بِحَرْبٍ مِنِّي مَنْ آذَى عَبْدِيَ الْمُؤْمِنِ Allahu Akbar. Allah says, permit a war upon yourself with your Lord if you hurt a believer, if you hurt a mu'min. You've launched a war against Allah. You've engaged in a war with God. Sometimes we see them, they may look poor, they may look incapable. We may find ourselves more popular, more powerful than them. We do certain things, we say certain things that are hurtful. Allah says, you've engaged in a war with me, the creator of this believer. And number three, how do we pay charity to ourselves? Yes, we pay charity for, to the poor, we pay charity to the needy, how do we give sadaqah to ourselves? Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sallam says, Kuffa adaka anil nas. Refrain your hurtfulness. Remove your hurtfulness from the people. Like I said, it is not just for the believers. It is not an immunity just given to the believers. And it's not an immunity just given to people and human beings. But at Hajj, you cannot hurt a fly, you cannot hurt an ant, you cannot hurt a, a plant. That is what's supposed to resonate within our character. For it is then a charity in which you pay yourself, you honor yourself with. For in the day of judgment, you are repaid for removing your hurtfulness from God's creation. Ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to forgive us for every time we've hurt others. Wa akhara da'wana and alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen wa sallallahu ala muhammadin wa alihi wa